mindfulness is something that actually from the medical standpoint has many uh, proven benefits and just focusing in the moment on what you're doing in that specific moment, enjoying the breeze, enjoying the water moving around, enjoying the silence is what makes the difference. That's what I do. And that's my way to relax, just breathe and enjoy what is surrounding you in that moment. I don't know if you're going to see this voice my mom, but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been happy? right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet because somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. Well, hello, Are You Happy family? And thank you so much for joining us for another Are You Happy Hour. Today's guest is Dr. Jairo Noreña, who is born and raised in Colombia, and he studied both there and also in the United States. Having completed a fellowship at Harvard, Dr. Noreña is a practicing medical professional today, in addition to, wait for it, having an Instagram following of over 230,000. That is amazing. And the work that he does is awesome too, which we're going to hear about today. So today we sit down with Dr. Norenya and we ask, are you happy? Hello. Hi, Vanessa. How are you? Good. How are you, Dr. Norenya? Nice to meet you. you I'm excited well. to be here. Great. We're so glad you could join us. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Actually, this is kind of particular for me. It's the first time that I have an interview like this. So I'm very excited to see what's coming here. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, we're, we're excited as well. Dr. Noreña, are you happy? I'm happy. I'm very happy, actually. And why is that? Uh, I have been able to achieve my dreams since I was a kid. My dream was to be a doctor, to help people. And this dream now is possible. And now I'm doing that. I was able to achieve many dreams, uh, including going to Harvard, uh, succeeding as a doctor in the U.S., uh, learning from a new culture. And most importantly, I have the opportunity to help patients every day and to give hope that gives me complete happiness every day. And if you could share a message with the whole world, what would that message be? Dream big, the process is long. So make sure that every brick that you're putting for making this wall is something that you are going to enjoy. Enjoy every single day on this way to happiness. I did read that you studied in Colombia and also in the East Coast in the United States. You did a fellowship at Harvard Medical School. During that time, while you were studying and while you were learning, were you at the same time seeking happiness and, and doing everything that fulfilled you in addition to studying to become a doctor? That's actually pretty true. Uh, those challenges were hard sometimes. But I learned that when you have difficulty in life, this is for some reason. And it's for teaching you something and for making you stronger. So enjoying every single thing, good or bad, is the secret. Just enjoy the process and to be able to succeed on all the challenges 
and opportunities that life is given to you. And can you recall a certain time for you that was very, very difficult, but you looked at it, took perspective, and then went forward and got stronger? Yes, actually, when I landed the first time in the U.S., getting my scholarship, coming to a new country where I didn't speak the language that well, having not too much money and just went back and getting into this room with nobody around, no food in the first night, I was shocked and saying, wow, what I just made. And it was the beginning of everything. Actually, that night I say, is this real? Am I dreaming? Mm -hmm. I was able to overcome it and definitely make a life and make all these dreams come true. What helped you during that time? Was it friends or was it, you know, professors? What what uh, helped you during that time to, to make it to your next steps? My father had passed away a few months before that. And that's what I went to Colombia to spend with him the last months of his life with him. And succeeding here was for me the best way to honor him. And somehow thinking about my father and how pro proud he was gonna be of making, of seeing me making this dream come true was something that was motivating me even in the harder times. So I think my father and thinking about him was one of my secrets to succeed and have a motivation every day. I'm so sorry for your loss, but I'm sure he's very, very proud. Thank you so much. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Now, I watched a video interview with you where you explained that all of your content from your Instagram, also from your website, all of it is in Spanish. And in the interview, you go on to explain that that's because the Latin communities are in great need of the medical information and you want to help them get the information and knowledge that they need. I thought that was so inspiring because, you know, you are you are helping a community that is in very, very great need. What made you decide to do this and, and how did you become inspired? to reach out to the community this way? I think as a doctor, we see every day new medical conditions coming, new viruses coming, new challenges coming. And when you see the numbers, is Afro-American people, Hispanic people on top of these uh, uh, trends. And you see, and I started to notice that Hispanic population is a community that sometimes doesn't have access to healthcare, to information. And sometimes, as I was at the beginning, you had many questions, you feel alone, everybody's talking to you in a different language. So finding someone who is talking to you in your own language, feeling close to you and bringing true medical information is something that I hope that it's going to help these communities to feel uh, not alone and to have like a source to change their lifestyles and how they are living. Uh, starting to work out or eating healthy, uh, finding when to go to a doctor for any specific symptoms, definitely something that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And when I came here, I, we were having the COVID outbreak and COVID was something terrible for everyone. But in particular for Hispanic communities, they were dying. They were not going to the doctor when they were having symptoms, staying at home and taking grandmother's remedies as we do in Hispanic countries mm -hmm. without knowing that 
they were basically getting more complicated day by day by staying at home. So I wanted to advocate for the Hispanic communities in order to bring this knowledge, this information, and find ways here to take care of them. Based off of the results uh, from the work that you've done, also during the pandemic, what kind of results did you see in the community? Impressive things. So I get not only messages, because people basically ask me questions all the time. They want to find resources or they have particular questions for patients. So in many uh, opportunities, I have been able to guide them to go to a specific doctor in different cities or find a true resource, uh, an official guideline, or simply just go ahead and answer the question that this patient or this person is having. Of course, we have some limitations. Uh, I'm not a provider in telehealth for them, but definitely I am a social media educator. So uh, reassuring these patients or encouraging them to go to a doctor in a timely manner is something that makes a difference. And that's how I've been using social media for. Do you have a particular uh, patient memory where the work that you've done truly impacted them? I do, actually. I made a video a few years ago, and it was explaining how to make a oral rehydration uh, solution. That is basically when these kids have diarrhea and vomiting and they're very dehydrated and they don't have access to go to the pharmacy and get a Pedialyte or one of these solutions, there is a way that you can use some water, some salt, um, some uh, sugar, and make a home version of this. And I just make a video teaching how to do this. About a few weeks, probably two or three weeks later, I got this message from this mother who was from Venezuela with a kid, didn't have insurance, and the kid was having diarrhea, vomiting, and a virus, and he was very, very sick at home. And she didn't have any resources to go to a doctor. So the only thing that she remember or she recall in that moment is that Oh, I saw this video from Dr. Hyron Reña, how to make this solution, and she made it at home, and she basically uh, was giving this to his kids for about two or three days. So uh, she told me, you saved the life of my kid thanks to your information. So for me, it was very uh, nice, and I feel like completely worthless when I saw that it was making a difference saving a kid's life. That's an amazing and definitely huge reward. <laughs> That's awesome. It um, was. When it comes to yourself, thinking about medicine and how you got to where you were, your whole path, what is the story behind your passion for medicine from wanting to become a doctor? What, what is the story behind that? Actually, there is a story. Uh, my sister, she is an ICU pediatrician in Colombia. She's a few years older than me. I remember I was about eight years old and I went visiting her in a different city that she was living. And for some reason they called her. We were we, we were hanging out outside in the park and somebody called her, hey, you have to come quickly to the hospital because we need your help for something. So she was with me. I was a kid in a different city. She said, okay, the only way to do this is you're going to go to the hospital with me. You're going to sit in this chair and just wait for me and the move. So I was like inside of one of the waiting rooms. And when I was there, I remember this patient coming with the emergency team arriving. And he basically had a cardiac arrest right in front of me. And I saw everything happening. These people giving chest compressions, 
carrying an IV access, giving medications and giving a chuck. And I say, wow, that's so cool. I want to be a doctor. And that was my belief when I was an eight-year kid. And then I decided to be a doctor for many other reasons. But initially, what made it click was this experience in my life. And so, you know, eight years old, that's, that's many, many years from going to medical school and then doing your residency. Throughout that time, did you stay steady that you wanted to be a doctor every single year? You just kept on pushing and having that desire? Yes, actually, when I finished high school, I was feeling lucky because all the time I was completely sure I wanted to be a doctor. And all my friends were super confused. They didn't know which career to continue with. So that's what I did. Uh, when I was in high school, I focused part, part of my uh, education in biology and some genetics and a few stuff that were giving me a background in order to apply to medical school. So that's what I did. Do you think that going to school in medicine, that it requires a support network, friends and family and, and just people behind you to help support you? Do you think that's necessary for being in the medical field? That's completely necessary. And there are statistics that show about one in five medical students are going to have depression and sometimes the numbers are higher. Because you are facing a career where you are just spending many hours reading, studying, being away from your family and your friends, not even having a social life. So having this close circle, this connection is something that all the medical students, all the residents, and actually all the doctors should have. We never, we can never forget having this connection close to us because that's the only way to be able to go through this path. You are not able to do it alone and you need this circle close to you. And so for future medical workers, physicians, nurses, anyone going into the medical field, uh, taking account of what we've all been through with the pandemic, what is your message to them on their pursuit of medical professions? I think do what your heart tells you. If you are going to go into something like medicine, you should love this with all your heart because you have to keep a lot. But if this is something that you love, you're going to get a lot back and it's going to be very rewarding when you are seeing the results of all the effort that you have put on this. As far as your next steps in the world of medicine, whether it's uh, through social media, um, all of your content, what is next for you? So in the professional field, I'm going to continue two other additional years of fellowship in endocrinology, focusing on metabolic diseases. Uh, I already completed additional fellowship in obesity medicine with Columbia University. So I want to get all this information in order to bring this message to my communities. Uh, I want to continue growing in social media, bringing a very simple, basic, and easy to understand message but the people can know that behind this simple message is a lot of study a lot of effort and a lot of medical information that is basically summarized here i want to continue advocating for the hispanic communities and definitely partnership with other media channels i would say news channels to continue to bring this message and advocate for the hispanic community and what about your personal life what do you do for fun how do you uh get rid of your stress what do you do outside of work it's the summer right now and in the trunk of my car i always carry an inflatable kayak <laughs> sometimes when i just have four hours six hours i just drive my car randomly and look for a spot just inflate my kayak and i just go by myself in the middle of the nowhere for me this is my therapy 
And this is something that I take very personal. I'm telling you this in this interview because it's not something that I actually share in social media. And it's like my breathing exercise, my way to disconnect from the world, to do something for myself. And this is my favorite activity during this season. And so what goes through your mind when you're out there on the water? Is it several things? Is it purely focusing on breathing? Or what, yes. what is it? Mindfulness is something that actually from the medical standpoint has many uh, proven benefits. And just focusing in the moment on what you're doing in that specific moment, enjoying the breeze, enjoying the water moving around, enjoying the silence is what makes the difference. That's what I do. And that's my way to relax, just breathe and enjoy what is surrounding you in that moment. That's awesome. I, I totally agree. Earlier this morning, I took a walk. And even though my phone was going off, I said, nope, <laughs> not going to look at it. I'm just going to keep walking. This is the task. We're gonna walk. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I agree. We need cell phone and social media detox sometimes. So I advocate for that too. Well, I guess if you're making a lot of content, you're on social media more than the average user, right? Because you're recording and you're posting things. So do you uh, stress that for yourself to have a schedule where you're away from social media? I do. Sometimes it's very hard because these algorithms are asking you to be on top of everything and replying to the people that is asking you questions. But something that I had decided to do, um, my lifestyle, it is having a, a schedule that is set for that. So every Sunday, for example, I set uh, an schedule what I'm going to do during each week. And basically, I limit the times that I use the social media or follow the activity of each day, uh, three moments in the day, early in the morning, one time in the afternoon, and the second time on uh, at night, usually after I make a post, just to follow the immediate reactions of, of my followers. Is there a special saying or phrase that's either Colombian or any anything that that you have that that you uh, say to yourself or something that you've carried throughout your upbringing? Si se puede parse. That's very Colombian and that's in my mind all the time. Si se puede parse is uh, you can do it to something like that, and that encouraged me when I I'm feeling weak, vulnerable or I am hesitant or something, si se puede parsing and it gives me all the power and positive energy that I need for doing something. That's perfect. <laughs> I totally agree. I grew up in South Texas and Sisi Pueda was everywhere. So <laughs> that's wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for being here and for meeting with us. Keep us updated on your journey and hopefully we can visit with you again in the future. Absolutely, Vanessa. Thank you for having me for this amazing opportunity. And everybody that is listening to this, just be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye. Take Bye. care. Take Bye. care. The Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy? The docuseries can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy? The Happy Hour.